Welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Anxiety Hour. My name is Mel. I am one of the head coaches here at Team Resilience Group and really want to take this time to thank you all for who, all those who are jumping on live and joining us this evening as we dive deep into Trent's story. So those who don't know who Trent is, he's the founder, the master of Team Resilience Group. Hello team. <laughs> and it's from the uh, Here's fuck-ups in life, but... Well, <laughs> the gifts there, the we gifts. We say they are. Wait. Yeah, it's uh, all about uh, perception, right? It's all it about is, perception. It is all about perception. You know what? Yeah. We were, um, the truth was we were down a guest or two and I've got some heaps of stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. I thought, you know what? What's yeah. an interesting topic? And we're really delving into relationships. And, yeah, um, yes. and the truth is, and we tapped on it, next week's huge. Yes. Like next week's huge. The women are coming back at us after our anxiety and sexual connection in men. And you know what? Like, uh, it's poor. Very, it's going, oh, I'm nervous as shit for that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, let's, let's get straight into it. Mel. Yeah, like, I think let's get straight into it. Take us back there. Take us back there to what was going on when you had the affair. Well, I can tell, I actually thought about this overnight. I, I was, I remembered when, uh, and I'm not going to name names tonight and put people on the bus or anything. It's not about that. All right. Um, what I will say about the person, the other person involved is, is she's a phenomenal human being. All right. Uh, there was a four year friend, a three, four year friendship. And um, uh, there was, a, it was just a great friendship is what it was. And there was a lot of uh, perceived things that I thought I was going without missing and one of them was sex i mean let's that was it was not being fulfilled um and i didn't understand that she had that my ex-wife had a lot of stuff going on okay so where i was i was actually in the usa i just finished third or fourth in one of its toughest six hour events so i was on a bit of a high i was actually drinking that night and um my friend at the time was, would check in with me quite often and I, it was just a good friendship. Like we traveled overseas and, um, and there was nothing insinuated. And then um, I remember the conversation instinctively. It was basically, I started to confess sins around, I was uh, really unhappy, but a lot of people kind of knew um, and had been witnessing the way that I'd been spoken to and, and that sort of stuff and how my state, I was always very negative and angry. Um, so I just confessed. I said, look, I'm not getting my needs, man. I don't know if I can leave. I think I'm going to go elsewhere. And then that's that without, that's basically where it started. And I even, it, it was a pretty in-depth conversation from the vagues that I, things that I can remember. And then what happened, the conversation just sort of spiraled in the direction of, um, uh, of, yeah, just, it was on its way into where it sort of ended up, which, which is basically a, a full blown emotional connection. Mm. And I don't think, I think a lot of men don't get that, or probably men do get actually, especially these days, that uh, a lot of people regard emotional, whether it be emotional, physical, the same thing as an affair. All right, Reese is putting his hand up. We talked about this with Reese, which is awesome. Thank you, brother. And that's kind of why I was a, a, a bit inspired to do it. So the uh, emotional affair, physical affair, I think the emotional affair for a lot of women is a lot hard to come back from because it's um, when, um, 
because, because I was so I was so absorbed by everything to do with that conversation, that person, what was going on, the idea of the future. It it really was a it really was a fantasy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, on on you know the emotional connection part from a woman's perspective. I think that there would be a lot of women that struggle to move on past that because there is a depth of the woman needing to own her part in not being stepping up and having be able to create that emotional connection, which can create, you know, some shame and some guilt and those sorts of things. Whereas when it's a physical connection where you can go straight into you've done the deed, you know, mm. you had a choice, you had a choice. So there's a mm. real level of courage and vulnerability there from, a woman to own her part of that as as well. Well, I think Dr. John D. Martini says it brilliantly well. Like we, a lot of guys will go through life and base their relationship meaning on like a, a weekend affair or a one or a two night fling that was amazing where you're only seeing one side and all the perfection or the perceived perfection from that person. And the fact is when you actually balance out, and I've said it before, there's no glamour in washing undies. Um, and there really isn't. And it, um, it's not that there was anything wrong with uh, this person by any means, uh, phenomenally human, but just the, what was created on the back of this, oh, I, I've into my day to this day, I have not seen personally and all the people we've worked with, I have not seen the level of carnage that has happened out of this. And what I've seen in any of the relationships we've worked from, I mean, we've seen people, my recent Trudy, a great example, being separated under the run, one roof, mm. coming back together through the, the trusted processes and the tools. Like I haven't seen, it was like it was the news topic of the hour and the community that we're living in, like everyone seemed to know about it. And um, when thing, when I was caught and I was pretty foolish about how I was caught, um, I didn't realise that people had a lot of suspicions and, and we're talking and actually planning and plotting and doing all sorts of stuff. So until it came to light, I, and I remained basically five or six steps behind the eight ball for until I left for Queensland. Like there always seemed to be someone new knowing where, like a lot of the time knowing where I was and where I'd been and uh, mm -hmm. people were just talking because we built such a close knit fitness outfit with some really incredible athletes. And um, I'd won some events and, um, I built a pretty good reputation in the community I was in um, and I had no problems about business. So I always had people coming in. Um, yeah. And we, and I was mentored by a bit of a legend in the fitness industry at the time. So there was a lot of persona attached to what I was doing. And, and even that mentor I had in the fitness industry, as soon as he, I, I confessed and told him what was going on, I thought he'd support me, but he basically shit, he shit all over me, which is fine. Um, I thought he'd be my number one supporter because I'd flown to the US to work with this person three times. So I'd built business, but basically what happened, he came over and his intention was to take the franchise away from me. And he took all the clients and the money um, without any. So, and, and then tried to sue me hmm. after that. And um, uh, which we sort that out. I just messaged him and said, I basically said, you're a fuckhead, you're a bully. Um, I said, you'd promised so much more than you delivered. And if you want to go there, let's go there. And he, I never I haven't heard from him since. So apart from, I got one message to abuse me about being a life coach and what right have I got? And I just didn't reply because, okay, well, mm. it's okay. So I actually nearly slipped yep. it out then, but I won't. Yep. Uh, so but who, no, who's I, moved on here and who hasn't? 
Yeah, yeah. And you know yeah. what? Like, I got a lot of respect for that human. Is mm. uh, he's a legend, like serious legend. Mm. Um, and you know what? If um, he could balance his perceptions, I'd sit in a room with him right now, and I don't drink anymore, but right now and have a conversation because he's an awesome storyteller. He's very, very smart, extremely high IQ, just very, very polarized, very rigid, very my way or the highway. So as I started to grow, I realized I left that whole world behind. Mm. And you by far would be one of the, the people that I know who has the most open mind. You know, some of the stories that you share around coaching people in and out of um, situations you just have no attachment to it. It's all about the clients, what the client wants. It's what their outcome is. And there is just, yeah, there is just no, um, there's, there's nothing that you not, you don't take anything personal. There's, you don't put any of your expectations or outcomes or ideas upon anybody. Well, I get a bit, I better get a bit of kickback and some statements I use behind closed doors and I'll just come out and say it. I said, if you're not prepared to potentially coach someone back into and the other mm. person back into a toxic, potentially even may have pushed and shoved, may have been hit, may have, and it's not that we tell people to go back when there's real danger or anything like that. This, I don't want people to take that out of context, but if, if my coaches are not, are, are closed-minded around any scenario or haven't had their wounds healed around their past relationships don't be a relationship coach now we didn't come into this to be a relationship coach it's just that we start working with the women and then as like you know then it's like oh you need to talk to my husband and and then Mm. that's that's and you you said to me the reason you work with me because i'm exactly like the person that hurt you yeah yeah absolutely definitely um yeah, it's funny that, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think what it also taught you was to step out of the shadow. Like mm. I've always wanted you mm. to be this leader, this in like you, you um, the level of appreciation I have for what you've had to go through to become an influence in your community and to um, we're basically handing the keys to the kingdom or the baby over to you. Like uh, in the new financial year, you'll be our general manager. Um, which I'm super excited about because I had this belief that you can steer us into the next level. And um, and I was thinking today, like there's even a lot of familiarities around you and also to this person. Mm. And it's not, I mean, um, similarities in just how um, tolerant you are, how supportive you are. And like you and I have had a very, very, uh, um, like it's been a very ama- like great friendship. Like it's it's there's never been anything untoward and um, no, and it's no. always been very much about com- building uh, each other up. And um, and obviously, I would never ever sort of hurt my business again the way that I heard it um, that time. So and we we've had that joke about. Uh, me and you before in front of people and shit like that. So, I mean, it's no, it's no big deal, but, um, no, but no. <laughs> because obviously, uh, um, and, and Jess really loves the fact that you're behind me and, and that sort of stuff as well. So mm. like you've basically become part of the family, mate. So, which yeah. is awesome. And it, yeah. And that's because of the stuff that I went through in relation to building relationships in my previous business. Or in no, not in previous, but when I was had my PT studio and um, I had the affair. Yeah, yeah. So you know, let's 
let's look at so we're going to have some guys and, and and girls on here that are listening and or listening later and later on who potentially have been someone who's had an affair or even just come to that point where they'd even thought about it so even the the attention and the thought was there i i'm a hugely compassionate person hugely mm. compassionate person all tolerant all of those things that we've said i've been in relationship before where i've been cheated on and was able to move forward and um, actually ended up staying with that person for many, 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 many years, many years. And so, uh, you know, from that perspective, from your perspective, just let us know how, how bad things were. And it's not about condoning behavior. It's no. not about justifying behavior or anything like that. But I think moving forward in society to come from that heart space where you can really feel compassion for someone who does something in order to gain some kind of attention potentially or some you know reaching yeah. out or well so do you want me do you want me to go to the depths of it when i was at my lowest inside the affair and what was like the pain like you want yeah. to find out the pain now yeah, i'm happy to go yeah. there because it's it's yeah. wounds that are healed like yeah um the depth of it was I was a stuttering drinking mess on my um, on my couch that I had to get a credit card to pay for because and I lost all my money, everything. Like I, I didn't have a place to live for 12 weeks and I was basically house-sitting and, um, and I went back into habits of addiction around drinking and also drama. Drama, oh, my God. Mm. Um, I remember not... Uh, I remember like, I'll tell you how much pain I was in. I've never revealed this to anyone. I remember like my girls were being dropped off and I was so triggered and so angry and so stuttery. And I'd had a few to drink that I said that I would have them and they showed up and I basically turned all the lights on and hid um, on my couch. So they thought I wasn't there. Um, and, and the, and the intention was hopefully that I got to go and see this person. Um, as well. So not only was I creating the drama with my ex, I was also looking for the drama, the significance, the importance from this person, which is totally like, that's all about self. I was yeah. so selfish and so manipulative and not, and whether you're manipulative in like, Hey kids, go clean your room. There's a chocolate. Yeah. Or whether you're like, Oh, I know what I need to say to get my own way. What I do know is this, right? Like I was manipulative. I was, uh, the, the times that I was calm when I was creating the most pain. And I talked about that in my exercise. So I knew how to push myself. Uh, I knew that I could drink a dozen stubbies, wake up at 4am, train people for four or five hours, go and do a 20k run, lift weights, then go and have a sleep for an hour, work all night, then go and connect, work till eight or nine, then go and connect. And then just do it day after day after day when I was in that space. Like, um, I had now pair helping me look after my children. So I did, I wasn't like I had to, I was emotionally, I, I um, emotionally I, I wasn't available. I wasn't, I was actually wasn't emotionally involved for my kids. I wasn't present with my kids. Um, uh, and I, then I had, then I was like, how dare she take my children away from me? But the fact is like when the, when the, the, uh, the, the IVO landed on my desk because I left a really colorful expletive message on my ex-wife phone. I've talked about that openly. I think I dropped about 20 C-bombs. Um, I remember at one point too, like I was, and this is just shit I'm not proud of Mel, but you know what? I don't, I don't 
hide it. I remember, I remember it was um, Emerson's birthday and I'd been asking for three months, can I have it for half a day? Can I have it for half the day? And I got told on the day of that I could have it and my head was ready to explode. And I had a, I got an option for two hours and it was a 45 minute to an hour drive. So I drive for an hour, have two hours at the McDonald's. Um, and then, cause it wasn't my weekend and go home. I spent the first hour calling my mother-in-law a fat C and she can go on. Cause she come out, she knew how angry I was. And she came out and stood in between uh, me and the kids. And I just swore at her for about uh, close to uh, maybe an hour. Never exaggerate for about 20 minutes. I was yelling at screaming at her just projecting my pain onto her. And um, I never raised a hand to my ex-wife or my mother-in-law or anything like that. But boy, what I did was way worse in my so perception. Worse. Like mm. uh, I believe my ex-wife is still seeing counselor mm. because of how aggressive and shut down I was. Um, and, uh, and also too, externally I was the victim Internally, I was the villain. Um, and internally, I was like basically planning on when I could kill myself. Like that's that. Mm. What did I have to tidy up and clean to kill myself? Like that's where I was going. And all the time trying to maintain a new relationship with this person, then also planning my out, working out who I could push away, what bills I had to pay to get rid of. I just got my settlement payment, which went three quarters of it went to lawyer fees. Mm. I booked a trip to the US with the other money and I was just burning a hole in my hand with money and yeah, but, um, and then it all came to head December, 2016. Um, I I remember I copped an abusive message from this person's family member, which I'd had a lot of, and it just snapped. And I just rang this person up and just fucking let it fly and let it fucking go off. And basically like, if these people come near me, I'm going to club them to death. Like I was so angry and projecting uh yeah like uh, and you know what if this is the first time you're listening to me talk or this is this is me and i don't pretend to be anyone else and i will use my pain to inspire and not to and not to get that significance and importance mm-hmm. like as we go more and more years into it i kind of talk about it way less than i used to because that was the only way and you had to connect with the audience when now it's um like I'm trying to draw on the the shitty things and the pain that I went through, man. Like I lost 40% of a business overnight when I got found out I was locked out of my house. I paid for that too. I think, um, uh, all my bank accounts were locked out. Um, I did, I was, I was homeless for a night or two. One of my, my, my employee at the time basically gave me a hotel room, booked a motel for me. And, um, and then I quickly got everyone to start paying me cash and bank accounts but the next day like the day after i was mass i did 10 hours of massage that day mm. I, I just messaged everyone i could early in the morning said discount massage half price and i just went and did whatever i could the next day i did the same thing then i did the same thing then i did the same thing you know i can hunt and and yeah. hustle and everything else yeah. so I, I worked the whole way through this yeah like i work but like i was whenever i'd work with someone i would stand back because I had about, I was a lot bigger than I had a lot more muscle, but I'd stand back with my arms crossed with my black sunglasses that I would wear and with a frown on my face. That's how I train people. Mm. Right? I, did, I led by fear. I used anger to uh, fuel everything. 
I would be in and out of yeah, my body would be hot all the time. I was full of shame. I was rigid. The noises in my head. Oh man, the noises in my head around me being bad. Everyone out to get me. The paranoia. I used to carry clubs and bats and stuff in my car. I used to have a baseball bat under my bed. Like, and just last because um, I have a tendency to sleepwalk every now and then, or if I get a fright. I jump out of the bed and I'm like, what, what, what? Like I'm, I get, to, and she's like, you, and I've got, and I don't have anything like that in my room now because my life is yeah. rainbows and unicorn farts and everything yeah. else. Like it's peace, love and harmony. But she's like, you could never have a weapon next to the bed because you'd probably pick it up and fire it. <laughs> like probably. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's just, that's just me. But it, Mel, like the pain was, oh yeah. man, yeah. like, People yeah. go, why people like the, I put 30 hours of the process, like, you know, the, the process of infinite potential Mojo's key tool, the yeah. one that we read, the one that we sort of restructured our tools. Yeah. Doesn't look like it by any means, Yeah, but it's a lot quicker, but that I did, I did a hundred hours of processing in the first 12 weeks. I worked there. Like I had a file of 12 I looked, and I said, Hey Mojo, look how fucking good I am. Look at what you guys. What the fuck you got them? Rip them up, throw them out. You've done them. They're done. And so I was like ego arrogance mm. trying to build. But the fact was I balanced out my emotions more than anyone in that community. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, how are you getting your results? How are you building six figures in six weeks? How are you doing this? How are you doing that? And I'm like, well, I didn't, I never ever stopped working, no. whether I was working on pain or whether I was working on drama or whether I was working on my alcohol addiction or whether I was working on my growth. I never stopped working. Yeah. And you still haven't, you still haven't. Well, I'm very grateful for you, Mel, because the way the business is scaling, I actually have, a, I'm actually doing things a lot slower. Mm. I'm actually thinking about things a lot. Where back then I was very not present. Yeah. Yeah, it's an important place to be. So yeah. everyone who's who's watching and listening in to, you know, the Trent that he's he's talking about, we all know that he's not that person anymore and would definitely make different choices in life given the situation mm-hmm. presented itself once again. So that well, your every life day, it's my every day my kids good looking now. <laughs> check out chicks though but your your life was you knew nothing but pain through throughout your your well you know and and a large part of your perception too like you had lots of wins i always you know we talk about how i knew you in high school and i always held you to a really high regard in high school you're this really successful footy guy and cricket guy and um yeah i always thought thought the world of you um you're year older than my brother and yeah you had your brother too i really liked your brother i really i I still like your brother but i I had a good a good he played cricket with us and a a great guy yeah yeah he's a cool dude but if you um yeah well like from even from an early age father leaving at 18 months vietnam see we had the classic vietnam bet growing up one first the biological father ran like just bar felicia i think the Mum said he came back in to try and look after us at 18 months. And then, um, then he, uh, he disappeared, um, too hard. And I get that. Like I've, I've definitely worked through that. Uh, I got a lot to be grateful about him and him leaving. Cause that led me to the next guy that used to beat the shit out of us. And that's another Vietnam vet. So mum was two for two with the Vietnam vets. And he used to, um, close fist belts around knuckles out of the bath, um, throw me from bunks, beat my mother to 
like it was pretty full on, you know, he had a lot of shit going on. If if you went up to him these days, I saw a photo of him not so long ago and, and you know what, like he's just doing his thing yeah. on his property. I think he builds trailers. My little, and my little sister has a great relationship with him. And, and that's, that's really, I find that really inspiring and I mm. don't have any ill will because without that level of pain, the next person, what happened in the divorce was my mum bought a car off my stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> so um, which is unconditional love. Like I'm at, at, at West working with at the moment, we might've solved all business issues out there. Yay. Yeah. And, um, uh, he's un- Neil, my dad is unconditional love. Like he is unconditional love. Mm-hmm. All right. So that ultimately meant I become like my mother, which means I'm batshit crazy, but I'm also a really fucking hard worker and love was suffering. Like yeah. love was suffering. A lot of people we work with in relationships don't get that, they've experienced so much suffering and that's their norm. And they're like, I want something, I want a norm, I want something different. Well, if it appeared and smacked them in the face, they would fucking think it was bad. Mm. All right. And I think that's, that's um, where the resistance come in. Like people aren't afraid of living like shit. I wasn't afraid of living how I was because that's how I lived. I was fearful of living like this. <laughs> and even now, as we go into this, monstrosity of a vision like the actual like as opposed to building business business which we will always do it's now mission like you know what we're doing behind the scenes and what we're looking to build out and where we're going and the planning that's happening in the background like that is scary shit did you get my did you see my return email to yeah she did today? Yeah. oh it was like <laughs> let's remove all the fear and the doubt and fucking everything else like because i got a lot yeah. of fear and doubt in me but, but once yeah. again i took it out of my relationship you know that my pattern is Mel, my relationship's fucked. I don't think it's going to last. And then the next day it's like, this is the most amazing relationship, but it's a loop that um, I'm fortunate that you guys, and you know, I talked to Leon, I, I talked to you. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a loop that you guys know I go in and out of in relation to times of chaos. So you very much support me through it. And like, whatever's got to be, it's got to be. And you guys support me, but also, you know that I've got the tools to challenge myself and um, got, you know what? God bless that, that woman because uh, she just has an uncanny ability to pull, to help me find the order through challenge. And I, I don't know how she does it. I don't like, um, I, I, I don't. And even now, Leon, I helped Leon through, or we, Leon and I talked about some chaos yesterday and, and I went and had a, a release treatment um, with a Rosemont therapist that I see out West, a phenomenal therapist. And even like through the emotional balance and figuring it out, like, like even thinking about, because I feel really good, even, even thinking about what that woman has done for me. And you said to me with the one thing you said, the last time we spoke was to remember the gifts. I'm like, fuck so you're like remember the gifts and i get like when i'm really great like i feel now like even just thinking about um jess and all the things she's been through and even like even at the start of um jess and when i'd met her and things like that i disconnected from my past and um but i still went back into my past and um, we had massive disconnect for about a month. And then I went back in and I was perfectly honest and upfront about what was going on. There was some chaos, even from um, uh, the person I had the affair with and things like that. 
they were hurting. I was hurting. I would even use my labels and triggers as an excuse to leave me alone. Like, I was like, if you don't leave me alone, I'll do something stupid. And you know what? Like, I've done that. Like, I did. I basically played that card for a fucking year. Who's got, who's listening to this has got the fucking balls to say that they play that card to get their own fucking way and they don't realize it? I've done that. Not me, but I've definitely heard lots of people. I cannot done it. Like, come on. Like, uh, I don't know who's in the background and said that. Now, I'm not playing anyone down. I'm not saying that we don't go on rescue and support and help or whatever word you want to call it. Like we take that very, very seriously. Mm. But on the other side of that, if you can't sit there and go, you know what? I was, I was a dick. I was, I was an emotional fucking fool. Like if you can't take the piss out of yourself, like I'm taking the piss out of myself here. I was a dick. Yeah. Like seriously, I don't know what this, um, I really don't know what this person saw in me and stuck with me for that year because I was a fucking dick. And the fact was the carnage that came out of these, these decisions from two people, mutual decision, right. Was like it, there was seven figures of wealth basically divided up kids. Like we're talking like houses sold kids. Like it was carnage. Like I've had people message me and abuse me. Um, on Facebook that I don't even know and they don't know anything just going you're a dick how could you cheat on your partner and I'm like well you know what I think sounds like you're condemning the fuck out of me because you might want to fucking be me in that moment and get the fuck out of your relationship or the fact is you're condemning the fact that I had courage to make a decision and and there's four options like let's go there four options one stay how you are yep two fuck it up big time make it messy (laughs) Three, break up empowered. Mm. And four, have it all. I'm going with four. (laughs) Well, you know, we have a perception initially when we don't have the right accountability or the right guidance to help us that it's it's easier. It's easier Mm -hmm. to run, isn't it? 100%. And you know what? If I had the right guidance back then, who knows? I don't even want to think about that. Like not seeing the children is the is the growth and it's it i held that as a badge of identity for a while and and i've had to really work through that to and ask deep questions around that because i was pushing the kids away by saying that i'm grateful they're not there and that's like me going so i've had to learn more lessons they still haven't appeared so the question is what haven't i done and i'm not going to engage solicitors no fucking way i'm not going to engage solicitors like i would rather use the resources to engage in legacy and impact so that there's so much noise and so much growth and so much social proof that when the girls come back and there's three of them that I don't see and they're like, my mum said this, if they said that, or we got told this about you, like, cause that's what happens. Yeah. Um, then I'm like, okay, have a look around. <laughs> that's all I say. Have a look around, make your own, make your own perception. And then I want to use my tools to potentially repair the relationships I've broken. Mm. And bring families together. Like I remember, um, and we've interviewed Carla before. Carla was one of my first girls I worked through. She had um, a hardcore story where her father really, like, basically did some pretty gnarly things to her when she was young, and um, she ended up putting him in jail. And then when we balanced out the sensory perception and we did breakthrough, which took about two and a half hours, and did a bit more coaching, and she went through our, our fulfillment project. Like at the end of the fulfillment project, she messaged me and said, I want to send him a letter. I'm like, Ooh, are you sure? She goes, yeah, I, I'm actually feel really inspired to send this person a letter. And then she did. And now they're 
they two whole families have healed. Mm. She got a father back. Um, kids have got grandparents. Like it's healed endless amounts of people. Now, um, Carla's life is she's met a new partner and she's having another child and, and doing really well. When she balanced that emotion out, she lost a shitload of weight. Mm. Um, and, uh, and she started to really focus on her path. So for me, like uh, personal trainers go work on your fitness because that's what you fucking mind. Well, I know a lot of fucked up personal <laughs> trainers. I was one. I know so many fucked up personal trainers and they're trying to teach mindset. I'm like, <laughs> um, next, but the, the, and they don't have the skills. And they don't motivation. have the training. They, they, teach well, motivation. they teach motivation and positivity. And that's the first way to fucking like yeah. level yourself out and ground yourself. Yeah. So that's the, that's the pain I was in, mate. Like yeah. a lot of pain. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about now for anyone that's watching or listening that has potentially, you know, had these thoughts or is having these thoughts in their relationship now. Um, what gold can we give them? Where would you tell them to go in this moment? In this moment right now, um, I'd say message us, <laughs> but if, 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 if you want to do it on your own, okay. Um, I get, I really want you to look at, I want you to try and separate yourself from the story is what I want you to do. Okay. Cause there's a one sided yeah. fantasy there. Okay. Now, um, we're, and without going right into it, some simplistic stuff is, uh, um, you really, if you, especially if you've got a person in mind, you really need to look at the drawbacks to that person. And it's not by, it's using your judgment to potentially help you collapse any emotions attached to it. Now I went from like having kids every day to no kids. Okay. So if you want to hear some really, really bad outcomes, no kids, my entire net wealth, uh, yep. my reputation, business, uh, having to leave the state basically. Yeah. All right. So if you, that could happen. Yeah. I had, I had this fantasy that everyone's going to support me because the amount of supporting we've done, but then <laughs> yep. boy, was I wrong. But I also had some people step up at times. I didn't know like Derek who's on here tonight. He messaged me and I told remember this and Derek's just finished a six month stint with us. And I'm like, he rang me out of the blue and said, look, no judgment. Are you okay? and started to share some of his experiences. And I'm like, that's what I had a bit of. Like I mm -hmm. went on a nine month hiatus on Facebook. You know how much I'm on socials. Yeah. Like if I went a week on so without socials, I think I'd get in day with messages. Are you okay? <laughs> okay? But I went nine months, no Facebook. But then when I switched it back on, I went paranoid. So tips are you really need to collapse the fantasy. If you've got no, cause you're in a fantasy, you're only seeing the benefits to going and doing this. That's yep. plain and simple. Yep. Now, I would encourage going to your partner and blowing some shit up, going to your partner, building the courage, whatever, and fucking up the conversation and going, you know what? I'm really attracted to this human being. I'm not getting what I want in this relationship. And I'm really tempted to go and fuck it up. Yep. Straight up. Because what's, what's the worst that can happen? Yep. And this, um, and for me, even like, and that's something my, um, that's something uh, th this person I was in the affair with had some uh, the courage to say to me, one of our unheated confrontations. She's like, 
you're going into this path. You fucking abandoned your children. You've abandoned my children because uh, she had children. And now you're going to abandon that person's children. Like, it's just pulling me apart. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. So, look, if you've got kids involved and um, you're staying there for the kids, that's like, that's being stuck as well. Like, you. You really need to start working on your relationship. You really need to go deep, put everything on hold until you can figure your shit out. Yeah. All right. And nothing's ever a last chance. Like you guys, you could go through a, like we've got a 10 week intensive relationship program, which you've still got a couple of spaces left, which starts in the next week. And you quite easily could come and do that separate and then continue to grow and then get back together in a year. Like, it's 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 uh, you don't you don't know no but if you can go to your partner and even say i don't even like you let alone like i don't even know if i love you like at least they've got the opportunity yeah to actually go you know what i feel exactly the same way about you and they give you the bird <laughs> but they might go you know what like we've been together and this conversation jess had with me not so long ago she's like the amount of shit that we've been through and that you have put me through you're not fucking going anywhere. Like, and if you do, like, watch out. And then she, she went all sorts of crazy. Not in that, but like just that look. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, that's the pain I needed. Yep, I see this. And, and the fact is, my, whenever we're, and what's happening is in the relationship, you're probably taking from each other's values. Take, 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 take. All right. We need to get to an inspired space where you'll give, 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 give. Because most people go into relationships to receive love. Yeah. Where yep. we, and that's when I heard that I'm like, damn, <laughs> like oh, you, you go into relationships to give love mm. and be love. Yeah. So, so um, and because my wounds are healed, people we we've coached people around open relationships. We've coached people, um, like and we've had people come out of relationships to go who am I in an intimate relationship? Like I want a relationship and, and who, who do I have to, what do I have to become? What do I have to do? And it's, it's just through listening to them. We basically can hear patterns in their communication and then go on a journey. And like, and even people, if you've got a house and kids and, and a bit of net wealth or a bit of wealth behind you, like spending six grand and on our biggest program, our biggest program, yeah. six grand, right? Yeah over six months and if it's if there's two people involved it's it's nine grand over six months like you if you turn that into an inspired relationship like you your first lawyer bill is going to be seven grand like they'll ask most yep. lawyers will ask seven grand to put into a trust to dig into it every time you want to write a fucked up letter mm-hmm. so i wasted 27 grand in writing letters back and forward saying please cooperate, please don't do this, please don't do that, how dare you, here's an accusation. And lawyers just go, thank you very much. Let's just keep writing that. One letter, there's 500 bucks, another 500, another 500, another 500. And then what they do, lawyers, is in the settlement, you've got to transfer it to their funds. So then they take their lawyer's bill out of the funds. So... Like the, I'll take the piss out of lawyers. We've mediated. That's the game. I know. And to think I almost became one, right? To think I oh, almost yeah, became them. They have their place. Like they, they, yeah. they, they, they you. Like, They're not uh, all bad. 
No, they're not all bad. Just ninety-eight percent of them. But yeah. it's um, <laughs> that's how it goes. Like people just show lawyers after lawyers after lawyers after lawyers, and I'm like, fuck mm. that. Like, yeah, yeah. Come and absolutely. tell us and have a conversation. Yes, yes. And I know that was my saving grace was having um you by my side and also a, a solicitor who was um very grounded and didn't really play well. It, how it, much do you if they tried you to saved? Play- how much do you reckon you saved? Like, don't over exaggerate it. Like, you'd invested twelve in your first year. Yeah. Um. What? How much you spent on lawyers? I I spent nine grand. So you spent twenty one thousand dollars. Yep. How much do you reckon you saved? Oh, geez. If I was doing it on my own, we would have ended up in court, which would have cost me a hundred grand. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. So when we, and if you're talking about a, like you guys were, uh, uh, had a great business and had a, uh, and a lot of the yep. time the guy just wants to keep the business. Like the only thing I cared about was I didn't want to pay her out of the business and yep. I wanted to keep the business, which I got. And I didn't give a fuck about the house, which, Yep. Then Leon helped me realize the reason I hadn't invested in another house is because I still had an emotional attachment to the house that I give up. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so true. It's so true. So yeah, we, without having, you know, the right accountability and support to go through that, I would have been very emotionally heightened and gone down the road because the support I had on the other side of me was you fight, you fight, we'll help you pay for it like just um we would have went down that road and yeah, well, I was we, telling you to, we were telling just yeah. be based, just be just balance out your emotions yeah make decisions inside your values yeah and, and call and yeah. talk to me when you're like yeah. how many lawyers give you or psychologists or counselor give you their mobile phone number like and no. uh and openly are just there like that's the beauty about our yeah. service is we probably to my detrimony of my relationships, uh, detriment of my relationships or a detriment of my relationship that I would be that available to people when we've scattered back now, we've got bigger teams, but like we were just there. Yeah. But that's, that's the beauty of how we do things compared to those that are, you know, they're under very strict guidelines in how they can operate. We can have that personal touch with our clients. And, and they won't fucking offer advice either. No. <laughs> No. Psychologists no. have rang me and said, we can't offer advice. I'm like, okay. And then lawyers are like, we can't advise you either way. It's up to you. I'm like, you're the fucking expert here. You're not going to, and then they tell me that you can't do this and that was a good outcome. And then I hear from another lawyer, I could have got you double. And then I hear like, oh, fucking whatever. Mm. But, but the, 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 the incredible, um, and I had coaches while going, when I, I employed a very expensive coach for the first eight, nine months of my growth. And um, that was not only to make me a better coach, but it was also to help me see me through the unknown parts. And yep. and this is what people, this is a beautiful thing about a relationship. And I, and I heard this the other day again, and it was marriage is teaching you about loving your unknown parts. 100%. Like mm-hmm. marriage is about teaching you to love your unowned areas or your unknown traits or your unknown parts. 100% yep. yes absolutely (laughs) yep yep every relationship is the mirror to your soul oh my god (laughs) or jess (laughs) for anyone that i've come in front of but um i think now and i um you know what like 
I and I still work on my commitment levels. Like, I don't know if I'm a commitment, if I have a fear of it, but still as far as I've been one foot in the door, one foot out the door with relationships, my entire relationship history, it's, well, who was one foot in the door, one foot out the door that I observed growing up? Yeah. Well, yep. by the time I was hardwired 80% at age eight, that's when when my dad showed up, Neil. Yeah. And he was all in. Yep. Right? But I was still hardwired to you one foot in, one foot out. And it's something that I'm 41, just realising, even with um, Jess, who is both unicorn and dinosaur, right, is not a fucking easy woman to be with, is very demanding of connection. And we used to call a breakup Brenda. Like, because <laughs> for ages there, it was on again, off again, on again. It was a fucking joke. It was a running joke. But then when I went um, after the last time, would have been early 2019, we just had a, our first intelligent conversation probably for about six months and said, and she said, all right, I want to give this one big go and I want to make this the last go. And I'm like, okay, let's give it a crack. And we've been, um, thank goodness, not no breakup, Brenda. Uh, I've, Definitely. I haven't heard you call a breakup Brenda for a yeah, yeah long time. I, I was, I was running away. I've been thinking in my head and running away to run. That used to come up in me like in our process that we do every day. The amount of times I wrote on the negative that I wanted to run nearly daily, mm. like run from success, run from clients, run yep. from run from my business, run, 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 start new, start new. Like it has only taken me up until this year um and i think it has a lot to do with understanding the masculine and the feminine yeah um so for me it's been about um really finding love of self and it, it continues to grow love of self understanding awareness but you know what it's 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 only made better because we've got a team of 27 coaches now yeah. Um, in our organization and um, leaning on our Lisa's just tuned in. I, I regularly talk to Lisa about she was like my mum energy for the longest time. And she's worked with my mum. She's even worked with my ex-wife. She's, um, we tried that path, but she was very closed off to it. So like I've used, I've talked to you, Mel. Um, and it's not about any details about what's going on specifically. It's always about what's going on inside me and how can I get on top of it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah, there's definitely that energy there and it it's not just men. I think women need to be aware of it too because we live in this world where it's all of these shiny objects that are grabbing our attention left, right and center, right? And but, but what's the holy grail? Mhm. Mm what's the holy grail? What is that to you? And that's where your focus goes life is always going to be about shiny objects or the next big thing or the big, the, the best thing or something else is better and the upgrades and the upgrades and the upgrades. But if you can continuously upgrade yourself and in your relationship, you're going to have the best of everything. Well, I took the path of upgrading labels every four to five years from <laughs> alcoholic induced depression to anxiety to anxiety and depression. Then the big one came along, the PTSD, and then I went and saw the PTSD expert who really inspired me to realise they got no fucking clue to say that I've got complex trauma. And I'm like, 
what's the difference between PTSD and complex trauma? And he's like, well, you've had multiple shit go on. Mm. So now you give me an, so now I've got the power mm-hmm. windows, the leather and the sunroof. Plus we put a wrap around <laughs> your car to, with fire engine flames just to really show the whole world how significant, how much yep. significance I've got around my pain and problems and, and how yep. much suffering I've got going inside me. And, and you know what, let's put a fucking a torch on your head and flashlights in front of your eyes <laughs> to distract yourself from your PTSD. Cause that works. Yeah. Like, like you can wear that badge. No, yeah, I wore man. That was like, if all that fails, throw the PTSD badge out there, throw it out there, wear it with proud. I'm fucking, I've got this label. Like, let's, and I'm once again, I'm taking the piss out on me. (laughs) So, if anyone's listening to this going, he's taking the piss out of people with mental health. No, I'm fucking not. I've got a pretty good understanding of a lot of, I can play in this game. Like, Mm -hmm. bring any psychologist, any psychiatrist anyone you like bring them in and let's play like i can play at the breakthrough space yeah all right so i might be able to recite all the stats in the world and fucking all this fucking use of data they keep gathering we know it's fucked the whole world's fucked like let's just say the whole world's fucked like let's start from from zero and let's just see if we can keep it one or two either plus or minus either side let's figure out who we are just agree to disagree and like let's just get on the same page if you want to go take your pills go take your pills. That's fine. Go and hang out over there. If you want to not that's fine. Go and hang out over there. They both have a place. The world's dualistic. It's, it's polar opposites. If you want to go and fucking cheat on your wife and condemn yourself, go and cheat on your wife or your husband. And if you want to condemn those that are doing it, just be you do you. But if you don't know who you are and you've got shame attached to your truth, then you haven't found it. All right. You haven't found it. Okay. People have said to me, even the way we coach, like I'll go to the, de- I'll go to the nth degree with someone. Yeah. I will. Like you talk about, you want to leave the planet then cool. Let's, let's talk about, it. let's go there. Yeah. But if you want me to go there with you, you've got to be ready to move forward. Mm-hmm. I ain't fucking around. Like presence is the gift. It's not time, right? It's presence, your presence, your energy. Okay, that's Michael Jordan's superpower. He's the most present human being on the planet or one of. Yeah. All right, that's why when you watch him and even on that documentary, um, The Last Dance, like when he's doing his switching hand through layup and his slam dunks and how he reads the game, like one second left, he's like creating entire plays. Like that dude is the most present dude outside of probably Dr. John Martini or Ashley Couric I've ever, ever seen. Mm. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah. So presence is is like, cool. But, you know, and uh, whatever you, whoever you resonate with, go and work. And if you've got a barrier around, I don't have enough money. Well, fuck. I guarantee you've never run out of money Mm -hmm. uh, because it just keeps appearing. You're in Australia. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, If you're not in Australia, then whatever. But you never, (laughs) ever run out of money. You never do. All right. right. what's, What's your priority? Is it a priority? Yeah. Also too, is it a priority to spend it or is it a priority to invest it? Save it. Yeah. Most people choose to spend it. Most people have more value in spending it than actually saving it. Yeah. 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 They do. Absolutely. That's another, that's a, and that money is obviously the number one root cause of stress, which leads to divorce, which leads to labels and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, that's a whole new, uh, that's a different episode to talk about money blocks. We, we definitely should, should do, do money Let's blocks. Do definitely. We'll comments. do the abundance want- hour. Yes. 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 Let's do the abundance yes. hour. Yes. Has anyone got any questions? 
Before we there's wrap no it up for this evening, because you're all just like listening in there's, so intently. There's no, there's no comments. Getting, there's no, no one's making fun of him. Anyone want to pick on him? Someone pick anyone on him. Anyone want to unmute and ask a question? Make a comment? To take, you know, take a chance to be vulnerable or share a part of your story. Anyone going through that? Question? Anyone going through that at the moment? Want to um, want to share that they're struggling or anything like that or they've had those thought processes? Like, please, all you have to do is unmute. You don't even have to show us your face. Like, you can just ask the question. <laughs> I think Reese is he touching the mute button? Eleanor's unmuted. Yep. What's you yeah. got, Eleanor? What um, you got, brother? Taking a couple of days apart with my husband because it's hard. Are you able to talk up a little bit, mate? <laughs> yes, sure. I said we're on a couple of days apart at the moment with my husband because we're really struggling and I really struggle to deal with my emotions at the moment and I really want to overcome that and I just the level of um, anger um, I go into and the spiral of anxiety and emotions I'm really not dealing with is um, a hard one. Mm. And you've, you've decided to choose us with our 10 week intensive which thank you very much Eleanor like it's a courage to the nth degree and you'll be working closely with Mel. Yeah, I'm really good. yeah. So uh, and uh, and so it's progressed to the negative, has it? Uh it's been. It's just a crazy roller coaster of oh, we're all right. To this is so fucked up, and how can you ever carry on like this? Yep. And I'm pretty exhausted of the roller coaster. It's really exhausting. And what I love about you, mate, is that the fact that you've gone, I am tired of the roller coaster and let's start having conversations around what we both want and start growing separately and hopefully together. So courage, courage, a hundred percent. So I just, the fact that you said that, and you know what, like maybe what we can do, uh, would you actually, can I throw you on the spot for a second with a big smile? Nothing too deep. (laughs) Once you go through your journey with us, and you feel really good on the other side, whatever happens, are we able to get you on here and share your amazing story? Because I know there's a big story there um, <laughs> around some of your travels and things like that. Sure, but about my marriage, Mitch is a very private person and he might... No, nah, not about that. I'm not, not going there, but I'm talking about um, some of your travels and adventures because you have an accent, you're from France. Um, and uh, I'm, I, I know, I've, I've heard a, a, a glimpse that there's an amazing story there of uh, travel and adventure and, and, and a journey. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. So if you're open to it, when things feel better, then I'd love to have you on. So that's how I throw people under the bus, mate. So if I've upset you, I apologize, but I just love throwing people <laughs> under the bus, as Mel knows. Oh, um, yeah. So what do you got, Reese? Do you still, do, is there still emotions come up from the, from the other person? Where are you, Reese? I can't find you. I can see you. Oh, hang on. Sorry, I'm just trying to pin the video. <coughs> I can't find him. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I got it. I got it. Technology at its finest. I'm going to pin Reese. All right. So, what was the question, brother? Do you still uh, get emotions coming up, like, you know, thinking about those times? You know? Yes. Yes. The other person. Yeah. And it's not that um, it's not that I'm going to go back there. It's not that I'm going to um, destroy what I've got uh, consciously to go back into that space. But you know what? Like I had a lot of great times with that human 
and I had a lot of great times in that scenario. Um, and it's just the amount of carnage and pain, like it, it just, and I see the gratitude and the benefits, but I do have, I mean, I'd be, I'd be a robot to say that there's no emotion coming up as I share, like as you go into past times and we talked a lot about the negative, but on the other side of that, there was a lot of happiness, right? Yeah. Whether it was elation or joy or whatever it was like, there was, there was a, I'd never connected with a human on that level, like mm. to be very out there. And I, I, before um, Jess, obviously I didn't know what connection was. Right. So without experiencing that level of connection and that level of intensity and that level of fire and that sort of stuff, because it's very elated, high, low brother. It's like, um, I'd never experienced anything like that. I'd never like, uh, I don't think I ever had libido like I had in, in that space because of the, the secrecy and the lies and, and all that other shit that comes with it, right. And the drama (laughs) and things like that. And, um, I know that we, uh, I, at once I was sworn I was never, ever leaving that person and, um, and and things like that. But man, there was a lot of, a lot of good times. Like it wasn't all negative. There was a lot of fun. I was very supported. I was probably in my feminine too much. That's the first thing which when you got two feminine energies in the one space, that's all fucked up. All right. Yeah. But yeah, brother, like, yeah, like it's not, it's just there. I, um, I had some pretty strong emotions come up and I had to try and work out, you know, uh, not emotions towards the person, but emotions towards that actually specific, uh, specific time. Yep. Yeah. In, in my life. And yeah, I had to just sort of, balance, yeah, just balance out those emotions and they sort of, you know, become just non-existent pretty quick. They do. And it's, it's something that I've had to work very hard. Initially it was about a lot of fear and I had to confess and not confess them. I had to speak the truth to, I had to tell all Jess, like I did very early mm. on after I had to tell her, I told her everything. I just blurted. She was the first person I actually probably told the old truth, how fucked up I was and what mm. do I do? And this is fucked. And like, I understand if you don't want to be near me and, like this is what it was like, and this is what it was. But initially, when I met her, it was very persona. I had my shit together. Mm. Oh my god! It's um, but it's the 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 fact was that yeah, like I'd be lying if I said that I'd never think about that person or different things because you have smells and you have sounds and, and you have songs and you have um, like I think I fell in love with writing. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I can, I can totally relate to that. Yeah, and yeah. I think I've really started to understand how good a writer I could be. Obviously, I had a lot of grammar and punctuation and spelling back then and still do. But I started to it's understand. People that, that do that stuff for you. Yeah, that's Pay it. them to do that. No. <laughs> so there's, but the, I hadn't, I was very creative in my writing because we had, we would, that's the only way we could communicate because the level of aggression and violence from, other people who thought they had a vested interest in me would show towards me. Mm. Like I had people threaten me through my car window and, and all sorts of stuff. And I promised no violence because I knew I had something raging inside of me. I, I could, I reckon I could have killed someone. Mm. I didn't want that. I didn't want that mate. Like, so you got that level of rage and fire and then trying to be a nurturing human and trying to build a new relationship. And nah, man, you're all sorts of fucked up. Yeah. Love them now, but yeah, yeah but I you think. know, and shows that your wife, the amazing 
wife that you have, like the fact that you can talk in her presence, obviously she's deaf, but well, you could, you can talk and sign that and she'd be totally okay with that. Like the level yeah. of growth, if you want to see growth minded couple, you intrude, man. Like what you guys have been able to do, you can talk about having feelings and emotions and she can talk about how shit her husband was at times and how tiptoe it was. And you can say, yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. Like having you brother, like the, the, working with you knew that I had a gift around working with relationships. Mm-hmm. Like Jess used to call me the breakup coach because the first three or four people I work with, they separated. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Oops. Oops. But that was meant to be. And I've had messages of thanks since. So it doesn't really matter. But bro, great question. And the answer is yes. Awesome. Is there any other questions around this team? Thanks, Racy. No, no, but I'll just add that I was in the same position about a year ago. Where's Lee? Leon, 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 let me pin you, brother, or are you in bed? I'm, I'm in bed, mate. I'm not Okay, you, you talk. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, actually, but, you know. So good. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, like, us boys have had a bit of a chat about this sort of stuff, but, yeah, like, I wasn't getting enough connection or intimacy about a year ago and near near lost everything myself because of um i guess urges or just probably deeper connection with someone else that was coming up and luckily it didn't get to that because uh you know i we we discussed things because we're really good with communication but things were pretty hectic for a bit there's no doubt about it and i haven't talked about it a lot because i don't really want to talk about it for sam's sake it doesn't worry me but, um, uh, your relationship now, like I just smile when I see you two together, though. Yeah, it's fantastic. And oh, would, would you change? Around. Would you change that though, mate? Like, what did it teach you? No, look, I think the growth of, and I'm not trying to like pin it on just her, but I was already working through growth, and I at the time Sam needed that, um, you know, grow or don't come with. That's mm. where we were at. We were literally at the point. Uh, of where, you know, those couples you first coached were. It's, you know, I'm going on this path. Are you coming or are you staying? And it was Mm. that big wake up for her because I was willing to risk everything because I was so fucking unhappy of being told that, Mm. you know, you've got a time limit for sex and don't fucking hug me. Don't fucking, you know, or every hug is fake and shit like that. So things have changed a lot, but... She's so, she's now, I can't imagine her not being as genuine and sincere. Like, like when we arrive welcoming, like just, Mm. she's so much, I I just like, you can really see there's when she's, she had a couple of hard days, uh, last couple of days, you too, but you could, she was vulnerable enough to show the emotion and vulnerable. Like it's awesome. It's taken time because that shit, you know, when we could go on about that for ages, but when you grow up without seeing that and never having that in your life, as a uh, parental pattern that you can't show emotion and that you can't show affection or say, I love you. Um, it's very hard to break through that, I suppose. So it's mm-hmm. been, it's been a bit of a challenge at the time, but it didn't take long to get back on track. And um, like the huge thing was to just put, uh, I suppose, a bit of an ultimatum and the fact that, you know, Blow like, shit like up. Talk, yeah, absolutely. And I've talked to Reese and yourself about this and the fact mm. is that, Men don't admit it much because they don't want to communicate around this shit, but we fucking need love too, not just sex. We need intimacy and connection 
and we need to be told we're appreciated and thanked and fucking grateful. Love a beer tickle. All that stuff. Yep. Like this, like this ALC. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I tell you what, a beer tickle, like at the, this, the worst of, well, some of the things that where women have been really harsh and, and just doesn't say it as much as she used to because it was like hard for her, me traveling so much. And she's like, it's much easier with you gone. And I'm like, Okay, I'll just go again. And I, I would get really hurt by that. But what she was saying is that the routine's easy. It's simplified. There's less mess, that sort of stuff. But actually, it's much more harder uh, for us. And, and I would build up a story of unappreciation. Like, mm. I'm working my ass off, trying to provide, 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 protect, protect, protect. But uh, the fact is, like, uh, I'm not giving any energy to that cup. And uh, Leon, I just got to fucking applaud you, mate, for being truthful before overstepping the mark. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. It's, um, as, yeah, like you can tell yourself on both behalf so many different stories because I know as a, as a male, you do feel pulled sometimes. It's like, go out, fucking earn money, hurry up, but then also be home, be with the kids. Why aren't you home? Why aren't you this? No, mm-hmm. go back to work. I'm not earning enough. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. This, this time's been a trying test for you because you at a different level, you've had a lot of success and, um, resources are being really tested at the moment with everything that's going on and, and you uh, keep showing up and, you, and and it's hard to stay present when you know when the things that you've worked 10 years or 15 years for are starting to go the other yeah, way. We've got, we've got a bit too much shit on the go, but it's been yeah. um, good for diversity, but also bad for things for lack of focus. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mate, I really appreciate those comments um, and asking questions, Leon, and we're going to get you back on here again. I really want to talk about more rural stuff because this is this is like I'm a boy from rural areas. I'm out, at the moment, I'm 700K west of Brisbane. Um, we got business, 1,000K west of business, uh, Brisbane and things like that. So, Can't believe there's internet there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I fucking, I've got the generator in the background and we're winding up the power and shit. Like this light's about to go out, I tell you. I just got no fun in there. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this is very like a lot of guys out, like even wives and couples on properties and farms. Like the wife's got no connection at all, apart from the kids. And 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 I know that our business used to go and service cars on the farms, but then the wives used to go crazy because they'd never leave their property and things like that. So there's a lot of isolation, and and that's another massive topic we could we could speak about in depth. Yeah. Is there any other questions, team? Anyone that's on? Like, if you're on unmute, please unmute and ask away. I don't know. I think that might be it, Mel. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you for the three of you adding in your comments and your vulnerability there. I really appreciate you being part of it. I think it's so important for people to hear that this stuff is so normal so that they don't feel like they can't just be open and expressive and to hear those conversations where they have been open and communicative and expressive about what they're Mm. feeling that it's actually turned out okay because you'll often think the worst case scenario and then you'll manifest the worst case scenario yet Mm. you just have that courage to have those conversations and be open and know that you're going to be loved and supported on the other side of it yep 100%. 100%. Mm. It's um, everything turned out like if you had told me back in the day I came home, it was January 2nd, my daughter's birthday, 2016 was yeah. when I was, things came back. If you had told me that I would have 
running retreats in Bali, got this 20-something coaches, doing growth mm-hmm. when at the time coaches were fucking thieves and only wanted your money, right? Um, and if you, had me, like, if you had told me that this would be my life, like in 2020 and what we're doing in 2021, our goals for 2021 and 20 to through the rest of my life, yep. I would have bitch slapped you. Yeah. Because that, was, that wasn't me. Yep. That was not me. No. no. So. And yet here we are. And yet here we are. Little old Mel. Mm-hmm. Come along little for the ride. Little old Mel. Pardon the old. But I know, you know, like there's more people from school here. Reese went to school with Tez. Give us a wave, Tez. Tez went to yeah. Tez from school. We've got, um, and you know, amazing friendships like Lisa. Lisa's been with me before. I was a master coach. She's like, she said to me, she rang me up and she goes, you know what? I just need to get around you and I just need to work with you. And she's been with us longer than anyone. And uh, she's about to move into your role um, in the next uh, couple of, in the next uh, couple of months. So it's pretty yep. exciting. Um, and like people like Leon, we met Eleanor, we did my great mate, Derek, that rang me at an ideal opportunity. I still remember that conversation where I was sitting, what car I was in, mate. Like that was pinnacle because my head was, I was in like just fucking wanting to beat the shit out of myself. Reese, I identified with you brother from the moment I saw you because you look like you want to either punch me or everyone in your space. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, yeah. And you know what? Like even um, we got a cup, uh, Felicia and Ben on tonight as well. Um, even Ben, what I've seen him from listening to this podcast, uh, implementing now working with Reese, doing some stuff in business with awesome. me and like the, the level of gratitude he feels towards his partner who's now growing because growth will cause chaos. Yeah. Especially if the female grows and the man's used to being like a control freak. Hey, Benny boy, not the head. Right. And then, like, <laughs> it, yeah, and then it can go south. So like there'll always be chaos in when someone's growing and someone isn't. Mm. Might as well get on the bus. How good's awareness though. Hey, mm. just understand this is it. Yep. This is it. Well, Mel, we did it. Yes, we I did. That's, that's enough about me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing your your welcome. story. It's always um yeah, it's always Very always welcome. from a place of helping people grow and expand. So thank you, thank you for everyone jumping yep. on as well. We really appreciate it. What do we got it. coming up? What do we got coming up? Huge month, huge. We do. Do you want me to do you want me to, do you want me to recite it, or do you have you got it? Oh geez, if I can remember everything. Well, we got that. We 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 launch our biggest project to date, our biggest online project yeah. today, the emotional evolution project. It is yeah. launching third yeah. week in June. That yeah. is uh, sixty plus hours of webinars attached to the most comprehensive tools in the industry. That's on huge. the new website. On the new website, teamresiliencecademy.com.au, teamresiliencecademy.com.au. Oh, we've been working hard in the background. Fucking eight weeks. Woo. Eight weeks. Um, plus also, too, we've opened up a new academy group, which is for all our paying members. Uh, yeah. Team Resilience Group is still going. Uh, please like us over at Trenshaw Master Coach uh, page. And um, we've also got our Wife, Mum, Me projects about to kick off. We're about 25 30% sold there. Um, which is phenomenal. Um, and yeah, many more next week, next week's podcast is huge, uh, with you girls. There's four girls and me. Amazing. Might need Leon and Reese on that one as well. Um, cause I'm full of fear. Terry's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, um, from there, uh, we just go from there, but if you've got an amazing story or you're going through anxiety and love an opportunity to be coached by us on this podcast. 
Like, please reach out to us. We'll get you on here. We'll interview you. We'll go through the process like we do with Angie. And you, you guys heard the change in that one. So if there's anything yeah. at all, team, please send us a message. Info at teamresiliencegroup.com.au. Go to our website. It's all there. So anyway, Mel, thank yes. you, amazing human. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yep. And we are out, team. Thank you very much. What, guys?